ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Welcome into the Thursday, February 9th edition, The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. We are here until 6 o'clock, and then we're going to be here for the uh, rest of the night because we got Marshall basketball coming up. The Thundering Herd taking on Coastal Carolina. So Marshall's in the Palmetto State. This is going to be the first time that the, the Herd's taking on Coastal Carolina on their home court. This is the rematch from last month. Marshall getting the victory earlier in the season. It was an 81-66 victory back on January 7th. So this should be a fun one. And it's already been a fun day for Dan D'Antoni. If you've been keeping an eye on social media and if you've maybe been following along Dan's exploits. He talked about this on his show earlier this week. He went down to Sockesty High School today. They had him down there. He got to see the court that was dedicated in his honor. Uh, did some, um, you know, visits down memory lane to uh, to kind of put a highlight on the day. So he's had some fun. And of course, you know, Dan was longtime basketball coach at Sockesty High School, and so. They recently renamed it the Coach D Court in honor of their former head coach. So that was a great trip for Dan earlier today. So he'll have a lot to be smiling about before the tip-off. That's coming up tonight. We've got it for you here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. So we'll talk more about this game later on and throughout the night as I'm excited to do it with you. This is... um, this, this is going to be, I think, a fun series. I get the feeling. It was a tight game, Marshall winning, as I mentioned, 77-67. So uh, this, was a, this was a fun game. And uh, I'm sorry, uh, that, was, uh, that was an 81-66 score as I jumped ahead of my notes. So this was a fun one, 81-66, Marshall getting the victory. Uh this is a team that's had some difficulties as, as of late. I'm not talking about Marshall. I'm talking about Coastal. Coastal's had some difficulties as of late. The, the team just hasn't been able to put it together. It's a good team. I think Coastal's a good team. But at the same time, uh, they've had some difficulties just putting it together. They're led by one of the best coaches in the business right now with Cliff Ellis. In his 16th year at Coastal Carolina, uh, he has got a 293 and 217 record. Uh, overall, he has a win percentage, and this is just Division One. This isn't all levels of basketball; just Division One. 827 wins, 554 losses. So the Thundering Herd going up against probably one of the more veteran coaches. And we saw what the first matchup looked like, and we will see that again coming up tonight. But uh, Chanticleers have lost their last five games, including a 73-57 defeat against Arkansas State. That was um, definitely not the game I thought it would be. I would thought I thought to myself, if any, if you can beat any team in this league. And I hate to say it, I think Arkansas State's that team that you should be able to, if you put it all together, you can beat. And Coastal could not do it. So they're, 
I'm trying to figure out what what is with them. What what is it that they're not getting done? I mean, they they're good at the free throw line. They they have a really good rebounder. Issa Mustafa, he only trails Micah Han Logden in rebounding. So they have a pretty good rebounding core. You just you look at them statistically, and I know that doesn't tell the whole story, but you look at them statistically, they are they're four and eight in conference right now. Complete mere flip of Marshall, which is eight and floor. They're they're scoring points. They're they're putting up over 73 a contest. Their scoring defense is limiting teams to 71. Uh, Rounding up, 72. It's 71-9, so let's just round up, 72. And they are, I think, a team that can really get it done if, and I mean this, if if it can put it back together. Because they, they've got wins over Louisiana, wins against Old Dominion, beat Appalachian State and, and South Alabama. So you know, you've got wins there. So, this is the start of the team's homestand. Four games at home. And then, final two will be on the road for for Coastal. They are 0-2 in the month of February. They're going to try to flip that around here. So, we'll break this one down a little bit further coming up. Uh, I mean, to give them credit... Yeah, you know, they are three and six in their last nine games, but they've lost five in a row. So if they can turn it around, uh, that should make things interesting down the stretch. For the Thundering Herd, Marshall comes into the contest with victories in seven of its past nine games, including uh, again, this is a team that, if you look at how it's lost, beating some really good teams on the way, losing to Louisiana Monroe in overtime that. That game should not have been that. It should not have happened. And I think the game against James Madison, that was just both teams weren't at full strength. We got a great contest. And, again, going down to Georgia Southern could have won that. So Marshall really, if Marshall could have put it together a few times, Marshall should be undefeated in conference play. I know that's a big, bold statement. But if Marshall could have done a few things here or there and – got out of foul trouble in a few situations, not got into that, hit some free throws, things like that, just little nitpicky things, I think Marshall's record would be way better because this is a, a team that's right now 19-6. and six. I know we're nitpicking it, a 19-6 and six record, 8-4 and four in Sunbelt play. But, again, Marshall has wins over some of the better teams, including Southern Miss. And you got to go back and try to figure out how to do that when you get into tournament play, because what's left of the Thundering Herd will be after tonight, Georgia State, Georgia Southern, Troy, at JMU, that'll be tough, and then at Old Dominion. So that's what's left for the Thundering Herd. Can Marshall get it turned around? We'll find out. But when we continue, we'll turn our attention to Marshall women's basketball because the women were in action earlier today. And if you were at the game, you know, if you didn't get a chance to watch it, uh, it was um, it was the day they bring the kids in. And I don't know if you know, you've ever been to one of those games where where they bring the kids in. It was Education Day, and I think they should bring the kids in every game. I don't think you can play all the games at 11 a.m., but if you could, bring the kids in. 
because they were loud. They were into it. It was a crazy atmosphere. And, of course, watching some of the kids. Uh, I like the kid today. If this is your son or uh, this is your child, uh, I, I your child gave me a lot of laughs. Putting the popcorn bucket on, you know, on his head and, and dancing around crazily, that was fun to watch. The kids were into this thing. So uh, you definitely ha- you should have more of these. So Tony Kemper on the other side of the break. We'll talk to him about the victory today over Coastal Carolina when we continue on today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We're taking Paul Swan everywhere. Download or subscribe to The Drive with Paul Swan on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the February 9th edition of The Drive on ESPN. Early game today for Tony Kemper, and we appreciate him joining us on the program now as Marshall winning it's six straight and and doing it again in martial fashion always wanting to make sure it's interesting for the fans so you know making sure that uh, and i think tony kemper did it by design he's with us on the program now Uh, making sure that coastal carolina led uh, by eight points in the fourth quarter just to make sure that everyone would stick around coach kemper yeah i mean is that is that really is that your game plan let's I don't want to. I don't want to expose you too much, but that's. I think that's the game plan for you. You you make sure that yeah, everyone sticks around, and then you just you take over the game and you win it. I mean that's that's excellent coaching on your part. So congratulations. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. At this point in time, like that game plan is working. So uh, it's not necessarily what the way that I would like to do it, but um, they're showing a lot of toughness and they're showing a lot of ability to win games. And so uh, our, our team's really doing a good job of that. Sometimes, you know, today we played tough from the start. We, we, didn't, uh, we didn't have any rough lapses like we've gone through in the last couple of games. Um, you know, Coastal's a tough team. We had trouble with them down there. And so it was a tight game throughout. They did get, a, get an eight-point lead in the fourth quarter that we kind of quickly flipped and went right back at them. So um, two even teams and, and ended up with a great win this afternoon. Yeah, I never felt at any time that this game was a situation where you put yourself in a hole. Because basketball is a game of runs. Cliche as that may sound, it's true. Basketball is a game of runs. And I felt like, okay, they they put their run on, they've got their points, and then you put your run on and you were able to maintain control. I never felt at any time that this was a a situation where you you had a rough patch or your squad was out of control and and you needed to to calm them down or anything. It just felt like it was good basketball flow today. Yeah, I I think that's right. I I thought that – there was a couple stretches. I mean, that that period where they uh, they did go up eight right at the end of the second quarter, um, and and I actually used the timeout. I haven't been using timeouts in the first half, but I definitely didn't want it to go to double digits. And I thought out of that timeout, our team really responded well. And then uh, you know, like you, you've already talked, the fourth quarter they they did make a couple buckets, but even then, it didn't feel like uh, it didn't feel like we were in a bad spot as long as we played good offense they were playing zone at the time we really had good ball movement got some easy shots and i think maybe it took you know they went up by eight we scored on the next possession to knock it to six and then maybe got a stop and took it right back down to four so um we avoided those big droughts that maybe have been difficult for us to handle um and and that made it you know better down the stretch and we needed it because that's that's a good team um you know, we needed to be sharp in the fourth quarter. 
inside. It, it felt like it was a physical game, too, just watching it uh, a little bit today. And it felt like your team handled that well. You definitely dominated the paint on them today. But did you feel that when you were when you're in the heat of that? This, it was just getting a little physical. It just it felt like I mean not bad physical, but it just felt like they're they're a tough team, and you definitely matched them you know throughout the game. Yeah, you know Asia Blunt, their their center. She's she's a really good player, and she finished with eighteen. And I I feel like we did a pretty good job on her. You know, I feel like Mo Matthews had a nice day, and I think Mo had seventeen, and Asia Blunt had eighteen. So. Um, you, you know, they, it is physical. I think this league, the more we're in it, uh, there's a lot of big physical post players in this league. It's pretty fast-paced, but almost everybody has a five that they really play through. And so that's a little bit of a change from the league we were in, um, you know, a year ago in the last couple years. Uh, but that's an adjustment that, you know, we're working through and, um, Mo, Mo Matthews is really a talented, especially on the defense end. And so I think that, uh, you know, you saw her really play well today on both ends of the floor, and it was needed. Mo was definitely strong. Abby Beeman, 17 points. Uh, Rochelle Scott, 17 points. So, you know, those are your three leading scorers in this one, but you got some good efforts from uh, everyone else across the board. Um, you know, Mo got the double double as well, ten rebounds, seventeen points. So it just wasn't one player today. It felt like the, it felt like really, you know, everybody had an opportunity today to shine at one point. Yeah, I mean, we're we're relying on a lot of players. I think we played twelve players today, and uh, and uh, they're all really important. They do a lot of different things well. We have we have multiple different skill sets that uh, that are required and. And I like our depth. I've said that all year. And, you know, you can kind of see us see us growing here down the stretch. But we are kind of, you know, we're pretty set at those three positions, meaning, meaning Roe, Abby, and, and Mo. And then we are getting really good contributions kind of in uh, by committee at the other spots, you know. And that's been a, the case all year. Tony Kemper is with us, the Thundering Herd winning against Coastal Carolina, 65-60. I don't know if you've looked at the standings. I did, and you're moving up there pretty pretty well. You're you're on a six-game win streak. Uh, There's not that much separation between you and the teams that are ahead of you. Looking pretty good so far uh, for um, down the stretch. Uh, Do you feel good going into the uh, the rest of the stretch? You know that maybe you can be in that conversation. Maybe not necessarily for the top spot, but right right behind Troy. If uh, if Troy keeps doing what Troy does, you know you could be right behind them and and feel pretty good. I'm sure. Yeah, I mean I think you're right. I think when you look at it, Troy's going to be and Troy owns the tiebreaker on us anyway. So. Troy's going to be really hard for us to catch. Um, they they basically have a four game lead on on us with four games to play or five games to play. Um, but you're right, kind of the the top end of it has really started to kind of come together, and it's going to do that even more so after tonight. When you look at the game, um, I think I think Louisiana plays James Madison, um, Texas State, who we play on Saturday, that's a great team. They're at Southern Miss, so. Both of those teams are right there with us. There's going to be some more movement. And then I, I think when you look at us, the thing that's exciting is we control our destiny in that stuff. So the onus is going to be on us to play well. 
and and see where we can finish. You know, we have a game with James Madison still. We have a game with Georgia Southern still. We have this game with Texas State coming up. So we we do have some opportunities here to continue, you know, going from where we were to where we want to be. Tony Kemper is with us. Coastal Carolina falls to the herd this morning, this afternoon, 65-60. we got to talk about that because you gave some people the heads up that they hadn't been involved in one of those games. It was Education Day. So the kids were there, and I wish you could bring them in every single game because, uh, as I was talking about earlier, the one kid with the, the popcorn bucket on his head and he was dancing they put on uh, on the TV screen. And, and a lot of those kids, that's some crazy energy for a basketball game. And it I'm, was great. Yeah, wasn't it? it yeah, I just – I'm sitting here hoping that you can just bottle that up and bring that in every single game. I mean, let's just do it. 11 a.m. basketball. We'll make it a thing. Yeah, well, I've been saying, and I talked about it in the last press conference that we had, we've, we've really had good crowds this year. and They've grown. Um, today was a great day. I, I saw a picture of some kid, and he had green face paint. He had some, uh, he had some Marco horns. He was getting after it, and uh, it was loud in there, and I love, I call them screaming kids games, and, and as usual, Hurt fans did not disappoint. We, we have them ready to go at a young age here, and they, they were great, and we needed their help. I've seen that photo. It was, uh, I believe it was uh, Melissa Booten, uh, one of the photographers uh, for, the, uh, for the game. She posted that. Uh, the kid had the, um, the green boa, you know, the Ric Flair boa, the green T-shirt, the green, I guess their pants are short. He was painted green, face was green with the M on his face, uh, the, the, uh, the Viking helmet there with the green and white and the green horns. Yeah, he understood the assignment, didn't he? He understood well the assignment, and he nailed it. He was great. You got to get his name, get him back there for the next uh, for the next game. I don't disagree with that. That that I was busy at the time, but I and I didn't see him live, you know. So otherwise, if I'd have seen him, I might have tried to do that. But you know, it, we shifted. We got the pink game. We got the the uh, really a pink game benefit for KL on Saturday. That's a major. Um, event in women's basketball across the country. We we do a great job of raising money for to fight all forms of cancer, and Marshall's participating in that. And so we'll take those kids back, and we'll take all your listeners in there on Saturday wearing pink, cheering for the herd. Why is that game important for you? Well, I just think obviously there's so many of us. Almost everyone has has been affected by cancer on some level, and then. You know, I, I don't know, I can't quote the number of years and this and that, but obviously this game has taken on major importance to the women's basketball game. It's really something that we do every year, and across the country it's done really well. And so here at Marshall, we I know we've participated in it for the 11 years that we've been here or that I've been a part of our program, and it's, it's just a really important day. And our, our team is always really excited to – put on the new pink shoes and and really get after it for what is a great cause. Do you have to set it up yearly? Do you have to explain it to the players that have not been through it, or is it at the point now where you don't have to set it up, they know and they circle it? They they know. They know the pink game's coming up. They always ask when it when it's gonna be and 
Um, you know, we, as a university, we, we do try to kind of change up what we do every year to try to make an impact. Um, so there is some conversations with, um, you know, our marketing team and stuff like that about the things we're going to get done. And we're going to shoot a quick little video tomorrow um, that, that talks about, you know, maybe how we've been affected individually by, by cancer. And, um, there is, you can donate, uh, be a part of it in the game. You, there's online, you can go in and per May 3, you can make a donation, I think, of $3, $5, or $10. Um, you know, that we, Sandra and I got in, got involved in that as soon as they announced it. And we'd like to, we would like to, uh, write a good size check from Marshall, um, back to KYAL. Tony Kemper is my guest. Uh, the herd in action on Saturday. So you have how much more time can you enjoy this one before you're right back at it? Well, um, Southern Miss, Texas State, tips at six o'clock. So I'm gonna. I like to cook a little bit, Paul. That's kind of my. Uh, I don't have a lot of hobbies. I chase my kids. You know that we run them everywhere, and then I like to cook. So I think we're. We're going to enjoy some. Uh, my parents are, are out here. They're, they came from Kansas for this four-game homestand. And so we're going to do a little grilling, and we're going to start to watch. We already have Texas State prepared, but hopefully we get confirmation that we know what, what we think they're going to do at this 6 o'clock tip. You don't have a favorite in this, right? They're, both these teams are ahead of you in the standing, so this is one you, you just watch, right? You don't, you're not – Actually, you're not gaming this a little bit, saying, okay, now if Texas State loses or Southern Miss loses, you're not at that point yet gaming this, are you? Well, I might have a favorite, but I'm not. we're not going to give anything, anyone bulletin board material. We've got to go see them all in Pensacola. So um, I think if you kind of look at standing, sometimes you can figure out, well, it might help us a little bit if they win that. Um, but obviously, we're all bunched up, and so – you know, it's it's more important for us to figure out what we think they're going to do and then find a way to play well Saturday. Tony Kemper, he's my guest. Um, have fun. Have fun tonight cooking out, doing doing what you do, and then uh, we'll hopefully uh, be talking about another victory here soon with you. We, we're trying to get this done Saturday, Paul, and then we got to watch my guy Patrick Mahomes, man. You know, I haven't brought that up the last couple of pressers only because I know others have and they've done it poorly. So I've been trying to not yep. do that. Uh, if you bring it up, it's fair. It's fair game. So uh, just so uh, you know. I mean, you're in the AFC's corner, right? I mean, if I'm going to have once we knock Joe Joe Burrow out, you came came on board with the Chiefs, right? I'm going to have to. It it's it pains me because the pain's still there. But I mean, do I take you? Do I take you and, and, and root for you, or do I root for my, my friend Luke Creasy from the Herald no, Dispatch? No, don't worry about Creasy. He's fine. Don't worry about Luke at all. Okay, so I'm not worrying he's, about Luke at all. He's fine. You, you've just He's fine, yeah. All right. Okay. There's plenty of room on the Chiefs bandwagon. Um, we, we got a whole bunch of room for Patrick Mahomes, guys. So you can jump on board for one Sunday. And uh, like I said, if we get this Texas State game, um, we play well in that. It's going to be a good weekend. Well, I'll um, I'll talk to our uh, I'll talk to our esteemed friend Bill Cornwell tomorrow about about this because Bill usually roots for the winner. So I'm going to have to um, I'm going to have to ask him how how to go about this. But all right, um, okay. AFC, AFC all the way, right? AFC, that it's a brotherhood. That's right. Okay. 
That's exactly right. All right, I'll, I'll, I was for you guys last year quietly. Well, see now, see now, quietly. I have to now I have to root for you, Tony. I appreciate it. You ha- yeah, now I have to because now I, I need to see you happy. I need to see you, you know, I need to come to the presser on Tuesday and, and you sporting your, your Kansas City Chiefs stuff. You know, will you do that? You're yeah, gonna- I don't. To be honest, I don't have any Chiefs stuff. I mean, I'm all Marshall. I mean, you, okay. you slice me open. I've been here long enough. It's green in there. Okay. So there's no Chiefs stuff in my closet. It's so, all her gear. So once they win the Super Bowl, you're going to have some new Chiefs gear ordered, right? Well, I didn't buy anything when we won the last one, so you don't mess with you don't mess with things that are going well. Okay, all right. Uh, that was similar to what I did because uh, everyone was uh, all excited ordering AFC North gear, uh, AFC uh, Championship gear, and I'm sitting there thinking, I'm just gonna wait. I'm gonna wait till the Super Bowl, uh, see what happens. Wait it out. Yeah. So yeah. now I, like I, I don't have these uh, AFC North or AFC uh, Championship shirts that are only good for a year. Uh, I'm with you. I'm with you. Tony Kemper, um, have fun Saturday. Have fun Sunday. And I'll see you uh, sooner than later. And uh, let's uh, let's be talking about some victories here together soon. Yeah, let's keep it rolling. I appreciate you having me on. And, and we look forward to having a lot of people there Saturday. Looking forward to it. Tony Kemper, my guest, the head coach of the Marshall women's basketball team, Thundering Herd getting the victory over Coastal Carolina, 65-60. to 60. We will get your text in. Let's do that. 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. More coming up on today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Thursday, February 9th edition, The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in. We're going to get your text in in just a few minutes. 304-396-TALK. 304-396-8255. And keep that number handy because we're going to go to it tonight after, hopefully, a Thundering Herd victory. With our post-game show, that comes up after every single Marshall broadcast. We do it right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Also on 93.7 The Dog. So I'm looking forward to talking to you tonight. And hopefully we're talking about a Marshall victory here over Coastal Carolina. So that is the assignment tonight for the Marshall men's basketball team going up against this Coastal Carolina team that has struggled as of late, losing five straight, including the last two at let's let's just say you you lose to Louisiana Monroe and that's that's fine. I I I like I like that team. I thought they played well against Marshall. Uh, Arkansas State, though, yeah, no, Arkansas State gave her the herd fits, but I still thought that. Marshall didn't perform as well in that game as it could have. It had to go to overtime. And, yes, so I have to give Arkansas State respect, but I would think Coastal could beat Arkansas State. Coastal's got a great opportunity, though, to try to turn it around. Four straight at home against Marshall, then James Madison, and then Georgia State and Texas State before the final two, which will then be at Georgia Southern, at Troy, and then... The, uh, we'll find out where everybody's at in the Sun Belt Tournament. And, and the key for Marshall here is to stay in the top four. If Marshall can stay in the top four, it's going to be an easier 
easier time at the tournament. Because if you can if you can stay in the top four, you're going to play in the quarterfinals. The way this bracket, and it's all over the place, you get to the quarterfinals if you're in the top four. You want to do that. And then semifinals and championship coming up. Obviously, you don't want to play. You don't want to play in that first round. I don't think Marshall's in any any jeopardy of playing. Marshall's not just going to forget how to play basketball and and tank here. So I'm not worried about that so much. But you get a couple of extra days here to get ready. And we've seen Marshall before. You have to start early and then run out of gas as uh, it reaches close to the end of the tournament. So that's important for Marshall. Uh, on the other hand, Coastal's trying to just get back into a, a good spot, being four and eight. So Marshall eight and four, looking for its twentieth win on the season. Southern Miss and Louisiana already with their twentieth wins respectively, and Marshall, if it can put it together, I you know here's the thing I, I think, and I'm just looking at. And again, these are conference stats, and don't tell the whole story. But you know, Marshall right now has the best offense in the conference. In conference games only, Marshall's averaging seventy nine point two a contest. This is conference games only. But Marshall in conference is ranked twelfth in scoring defense. Marshall's giving up seventy point one a game. Marshall's got to flip that a little bit. Marshall's got to get somewhere, I think, in the, the middle to upper portion of this conference defensively, or at least start playing like you know, Texas State's giving up 64-7. Marshall's giving up 70.1. It's not that much of a difference, but still, it's important. But Marshall you know, has come down a little bit. And, you know, the scoring margin for Marshall, you know, even despite losing on the road, Despite that, Marshall is winning games by over nine points a contest. I would like to see that gap widen a little bit. If you're not going to be able to stop teams, I'd like to see you just be out there and scoring more points. I guess. I don't know. That sort of is the Dan D'Antoni way, right? Take the good shot if it's open. Take them often. Take them early. And I want to see the defense step up a little bit more. Be a little bit more consistent as well. Uh, Marshall right now, and again, these are conference stats only. Uh, Marshall is third in three-point field goal percentage in the league. 95 three-point shots made in conference play. Uh, percentage is 342. I'd like to see that improve a little bit. And, of course, uh, the other number I'd like to see improve is the free throw percentage. Marshall is 12th out of 14 teams in free throw percentage. And, again, these are conference numbers only. This isn't all games, but this is conference where I think it matters more. And Marshall has made 149 free throws, attempted 221. So it's a free throw percentage of 674. Southern Miss is hitting 753. So 75%. Coastal, 
Coastal's hitting 733, so 73%. Don't put Coastal on the free throw line tonight, if possible. And that's something I think is going to be key for the Thundering Herd. And the other number, and Marshall's a little bit better here. Field goal percentage defense, Marshall is ninth right now out of all-conference teams. So if Marshall could play a little bit, and it goes back to my point a minute ago, if Marshall could just play a little bit more, you know, as far as the defensive side is concerned. But, you know, here's a number that Marshall in conference games uh, has dropped a little bit. Marshall's coming in fifth in offensive rebounds. Marshall is fifth in defensive rebounds right now. Again, these are conference numbers only. And I'd like to see Marshall pick that up just a little bit more. Who's leading the way in scoring, though? Tavion Kinsey. Tavion, in conference uh, in conference games only, is averaging over 21 points a contest. Now, we saw Jordan Brown, how good he was. He is right at 20 a contest. And those are your two in conference games only 20-plus scorers. Tavion's uh, having a pretty good year. By the way, speaking of Tavion, and we'll talk more about this uh, in our pregame, you know, he, I'd like to see him in these last few games really start to separate himself in the league because overall he's the only Sun Belt player that's averaging 20 points per game or more overall. In conference, Jordan Brown's right behind him. But with Tavion getting a little of attention here, and he was named as uh, one of the 10 semifinalists for the Jerry West Award, I want to see, hopefully, Tavion take it to the next level these last few games coming up, and then tournament time. If Tavion can have a signature performance... Or two. I think that'll go a long way for him, especially with the next step, of course, obviously being the association. I mean, it's too early to talk about that right now, but I want to see him really take it to the next level, start to assert himself even more, maybe take over a game. Because he's always consistent. For the most part, he's been consistent in every game. There have been a couple of lulls, but you know, they haven't been bad lulls. Some foul trouble is, uh, you know, a couple of spots here. But I want to see Tavion maybe step it up a little bit more, and maybe he's saving it, if that's possible. Yeah. Saving that next step for the tournament, you know, getting getting ready for tournament play because, I mean, right now he's got to be the he's got to be the top guy for player of the year. It's going to go between him and, and Brown. And I I don't have a vote in this matter. I don't know who has the votes, but I would hope that Tavion's going to be player of the year in the conference. We'll take your text, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. More coming up with this edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're wrapping up today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930, but stick it around. 
We've got more coming up. We'll transition here in just a moment to our pregame coverage. We'll also be on 93.7 The Dog as the Thundering Herd getting sent to take on Coastal Carolina. As a reminder, we always go on an hour before tip-off. And if you want to follow the herd wherever you're at, don't forget to download the app. We've got two options for you, and I recommend if for Marshall games at all times, you want to get the 93.7 and the Dog app. And just go to the App Store, search for 93.7 the Dog. And you can also go to the website and get the streaming app. You can go to our website, wrvc.com, and get the streaming app for our station. And you can have them both. But if you always want to be able to take Marshall basketball or Marshall football with you on the streaming app, if you're not near a radio, that's going to be the best way to do it. And again, I recommend always getting the 93.7 the Dog app first for Marshall games specifically, just because there are some times where we're going to have a conflict. You know, there have been times where we've had a Bengals game and a Marshall game on at the same time. And so we're trying to make sure that we've got everything on the air. So get the app, 93.7 The Dog. Download that. You'll be able to listen to the game. You'll be able to listen to the post game. And pretty soon, we're going to start taking your shout-outs in the post game. So uh, look for that on the app. It's a great way to interact. And, of course, we've got the text line that's going to be open for you as well during the post game. So if you want to write that number down now or program it in your phone, you have it ready to go. It's 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. So it's a great way to communicate with me, talk to me. And, of course, if you are on social media and you like following me that way or you want to interact that way, that's your favorite platform, I've got choices for you. Find me on Twitter, at Paul Swan. And also, we did this the other day, and I think we're going to do it again. We started a chat room. We've got a Drive with Paul Swan group. That's the title of it. It's the Drive with Paul Swan group on Facebook. You search that. Ask to be a member. We'll let you in. It's like a little private club, but you're invited. And then there's a group chat. We had a lot of people in that last time. We hope to have a lot more. And you can talk about the game with other herd fans while the game's going on. I'll jump in there and have score updates and other things like that while I'm watching and following along as well. So go to Facebook. Search the Drive with Paul Swan group. Ask to be a member. We will let you in. And then you can join the chat and be a part of it with uh, fellow Herd fans and talk about the game. It's uh, it's pretty cool. So looking forward to doing that with you tonight. And, of course, you know, I'll be on Twitter as well. And wherever you're at, I even got uh, – I'm still trying some of these new apps. I've got the Mastodon. You remember when everyone's freaking out about, oh, no, Twitter's going to go away? And – all these new apps came up. I've got Mastodon. I think I've got uh, Post.News. I did that. I signed up for that account. Uh, I got something called Co-Host. I did that. And I don't think anything's going to beat the Twitter experience and the Facebook experience right now. And uh, Instagram. I don't know how we could TikTok on the show. If I could get uh, if I can get our show producer, uh, Jason Toy, to do a, like a, a video with me. We could do a, a lip sync dance video. That's the only way I'm going to do it. Jason, will you, you, you do a lip sync dance video with me? Okay, he says yes, we're going to do it. That's not going to happen ever. That's going to do it for this edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. 
back with you in moments for Huntington Federal Savings Bank College Basketball today. Don't forget, you can download the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. I would say good night, but it's just going to be talking to you in about 15, 20 seconds. So stick around. Huntington Federal Savings Bank College Basketball today coming up next. WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington, your flagship home of the Marshall Thundering Herd and The Drive with Paul Swan, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. This is Huntington Federal Savings Bank College Basketball Today on 93.7 The Dog and ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Coming up, we'll get you ready for today's college basketball action with interviews, game breakdowns, scores, and more. Let's get you ready for tip-off. Here's Paul Swan. Marshall University basketball team on the road to face Coastal Carolina tonight in a rematch from last month. Welcome in to Huntington Federal Savings Bank College Basketball. Today, I'm your host, Paul Swan. Marshall defeated Coastal Carolina early in the season. It was an 81-66 victory back on January 7th. That was the first time these two teams had ever met, both as Sunbelt members and overall. So Marshall leads this very young series one game to none. Hopefully it'll be two to nothing after tonight's contest. Marshall coming into the game 19-6, failing to get that 20th win after losing to Louisiana. Teams now 8 and 4 in Sunbelt play. Coastal Carolina's 10 and 14 and has struggled as of late. 4 and 8 in Sunbelt play. This is a team that has lost its last 5. The last game for Coastal was a 73-57 defeat against Arkansas Step. 15 turnovers in that game for the Chance. That resulted in 19 Red Wolves points. And that was a big reason why that the Chanticleers were unable to beat Arkansas State losing that game. So the Thundering Herd on the road tonight. This is going to be actually familiar ground for the Thundering Herd. As we know, West Virginia, definitely a pipeline into South Carolina, especially Myrtle Beach. We know how Herd fans love going to South Carolina. And there's some history here. Dan D'Antoni, former high school coach at Sockesty High School, made the trip earlier today, going back to his former place of employment. This is the first time he's seen the court, I believe, in person. First time he's seen the court that was dedicated in his honor. And he was there. He was uh, taking in some of the... uh, the memorabilia, there were a lot of pictures uh, of past exploits, of course, with him being a coach, and he was taking it all in today. So I'm sure he's you know, definitely full of smiles as he got to go back to Sockesty High School. They recently named the court Coach D. Court in honor of Coach Dan D'Antoni. So that's a huge honor for him as he is a long-time, long-time coach at Sockesty High School. Now, the Thundering Herd going up against one of the 
the better coaches overall in his 16th year at Coastal Carolina and 45 years overall, Cliff Ellis. Now, he's 293 and 217 at Coastal, but in his career, and this is just Division I, this isn't his entire career, Division I only, he is 827 and 554. If you look at all wins, and it doesn't matter division, if you just look at all wins, he is up there with some of the best. I'm talking Bob Huggins. I'm talking Bayheim. These are some of the names that are, are pretty high up there. But if you look at overall, not just games at Division One, but overall coaching career, you look at his coaching record, and he is among the leaders. Just to kind of give you an idea of how this breaks down. Of course, he was the coach at Cumberland for a few years in the 70s and then made his way to South Alabama. And then, of course, Clemson and Auburn before ending up at Coastal Carolina. Uh, he has 905 wins, and this is among Division I active coaches right now. He is third on the list. Jim Beheim has 1,003 wins, and that does not include the wins that were vacated by the NCAA. And Bob Huggins has 930 wins. So Ellis is right up there with the best. So he's definitely going to be ready to go for this one tonight. Dan D'Antoni, I'm sure, is going to be ready to go, especially with a lot of people going down for the trip, a lot of people coming in that are still big Dan D'Antoni fans in the area. So this will be a fun one tonight to watch and listen to, and we've got it for you right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. So we'll talk about this one further. We'll get your text in, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. What are you looking for tonight in this contest between Marshall and Coastal Carolina? What do you want to see from the Thundering Herd as Marshall is trying to rebound after a loss to Louisiana? Can the Thundering Herd get it done? We'll find out tonight, and we'll take your text, and we'll break this one down further when we continue on this edition of Huntington Federal Savings Bank College Basketball Today. We're getting you ready for tip-off. This is Huntington Federal Savings Bank College Basketball Today. Marshall's in Myrtle Beach for tonight's contest between the Thundering Herd and Coastal Carolina. Marshall leading the series, young series, one game to none. Welcome back to Huntington Federal Savings Bank College Basketball today. I'm your host, Paul Swan. If you uh, just joined us, Marshall is facing an opponent tonight that has lost its last five games. Uh, The last time out, lost to Arkansas State 73-57. Now, some of the things that Coastal Carolina does well tonight. uh, Rebounding should be a fun battle tonight. Isam Mustafa. Uh, he has 236 total rebounds in conference. He is uh, trailing Micah Han-Logden, uh, who has 263. Uh, Mustafa, though, leads the Sun Belt Conference in double-doubles. So that's going to be a battle tonight to see if it'll be Han-Logden getting another double-double or Mustafa 
probably both. It will be fun to watch that battle. Marshall coming into tonight's contest with victories in seven of the past nine games. And you look at the standings. I don't know if Marshall's going to be able to catch up with Southern Miss, but Marshall does have a victory over Southern Miss, and there are a few games to go. So Marshall needing to stay in at least the top four. If you're looking at the Sunbelt bracket, you want to be in the top four. That's going to be the best place to be for seeding. Tavion Kinsey leading the way for the Thundering Herd, averaging 21.4 points a contest, and he leads the conference and scoring. And, of course, Mike Han Logden, he is making a case for himself for being the best rookie in the league. Now, he has eight double-doubles. That's not leading the Sun Belt, but it's close. Second place. And he's also bringing in over 10 rebounds a contest. And he is right under right under double-digit scoring. He is at 8.3 a game. So if he has another outstanding game tonight, and I hope he does, and Tavion Kinsey can continue to do what he does, then we're going to turn our attention to hoping that Camden Kerfman can have a better performance. He's averaging 12 on the season. And Andrew Taylor, he is almost at 19 points a contest. I'm hoping we can see him reach the 20-plus plateau or at least reach that, be right up there with Tavion Kinsey. That would be good tonight. Uh, something else that I'm hoping we see tonight from the Thundering Herd, and it's going to be one of the keys to victory, is foul trouble. Marshall's going to have to stay out of foul trouble. We repeat these, but some of the easiest things that Marshall can do to make sure that it stays in ball games is to stay in ball games. So try to eliminate some of the things that now some of the fouls have been ticky tacky, some of them have been legit, but Marshall's got to try to eliminate as much as possible those lapses where the herd picks up a couple of quick fouls and then you got to shuffle your lineup a little bit. And that's going to be key tonight. Marshall has got to win the battle rebounding tonight against Coastal Carolina. That's just going to have to happen tonight against this squad. So we're going to have to see a tightening up a little bit of just the silly things. We're also going to have to see, you know, Thundering Herd just be a, a little bit more aggressive rebounding tonight. And let's hope the shooting is on. So there's just some of the things you got to keep an eye on for this. We'll take a rundown of what's happening in the Sun Belt when we continue. We've got the scoreboard as well. Get you updated on all the action when we continue with this edition of Huntington Federal Savings Bank College Basketball Today. Remember those wonderful evenings in front of the old wood-burning fireplace? Recapture those memories and share them with your family. Now you can have the fireplace you long for, and it requires no chimney or masonry, no wood to cut, haul, or stack, and no mess. Enjoy all the warmth, atmosphere, and charm with Empire Hearth vent-free gas fireplaces and fireplace logs. Available at Mutual Wholesalers, 710 5th Street, Huntington. Phone 3 the timeout is over. This is Huntington Federal Savings Bank College Basketball Today. Our text line throughout the night is going to be 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. From our text line, Paul, Marshall is going to have to abstain from missing 10 and 15 three-pointers in a game. That is as crucial as missing foul shots. I agree. Better shot selection. And again, there have been times where I've questioned 
some of the shot selection. Now, if you're telling me that Obina Anachili Killen has to take three-point shots, that's fine. I'll I'll respect it, but he's also got to hit it to have other players on the opposing team respect it. Also from our text line, when the Herd has missed five three-pointers collectively, the three-point line obviously is a big issue for you guys out there tonight. When the Herd has missed five three-pointers collectively as a team in a row, they need to go inside and try to get two... Um, Two clients and possibly an annual, but they have to stay close in the games with respect to scoring. Okay. that's uh, I like how you put that. Let's take a look at what's happening uh, in the Sun Belt here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930 and on 93.7. We've got some big games tonight to tell you about. And if you're keeping an eye on standings, the first thing you need to know is that it's a it's a two-team race right now for the top spot between Southern Miss and Louisiana. So that's where a lot of eyes are going to be tonight in Sunbelt play because it just so happens that tonight that's going to get cleared up a little bit. You've got a, a top matchup in conference between the two very best teams right now, Louisiana and Southern Miss. Uh, that's at 8.30 tonight, and one of those teams will fall to second. Now, if you are are looking at how these teams stack up nationally, how much respect that both these teams are getting. Three Sun Belt Conference teams are in the top 15 in the most recent collegeinsiders.com mid-major top 25 poll. And Louisiana's ranked third, highest ranking of the season. Southern Miss is sixth, and Marshall is 12th. Uh, James Madison's also receiving votes. And, of course, you look at the net also. This is a big one tonight because Southern Miss is number 59 in the net. Marshall is number 75, James Madison is number 84, and Louisiana is 85th. So Louisiana would benefit more than Southern Miss. Southern Miss, however, would still like to just win. So that's going to be an interesting one tonight. Also, other matchups, and it's going to shape up to be, I think, a a competitive night across the board. James Madison taking on Georgia Southern. Old Dominion's taking on Georgia State. At State's taking on Louisiana Monroe. Arkansas State's taking on Texas State. And South Alabama is facing off against Troy. we got to take our final break, come back. We will wrap this one up. Marshall taking on Coastal Carolina. You can listen to the game here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930 and 93.7 The Dog. Let's get ready for tip-off. This is Huntington Federal Savings Bank College Basketball Today. Marshall's in action tonight, taking on Coastal Carolina. We've got the game for you here on ESPN, 94.1 and AM 930 and on 93.7 The Dog. And after the game, don't forget to stick around. We've got our post-game show coming up. It's Michelob Ultra College Basketball Wrap-Up. That's where we'll take your text, your phone calls. We'll have post-game reaction from Dan D'Antoni. Hopefully it's a Marshall victory. If not, we'll talk about it with you. And, of course, you can text in the program anytime 
at 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Texter writes in, says, oops, I'm sorry. Um, Marshall needs to abstain from missing 10 and 15 three-pointers. Go inside, try to get two points, and an and one. So uh, we do take uh, text uh, corrections, and you can text anytime during the postgame. We will be here for you after, hopefully, a Marshall victory. For our outstanding producer tonight, Jason Toy, I appreciate him. I'm Paul Swan. This has been Huntington Federal Savings Bank College Basketball Today. Stay tuned. The game broadcast coming up next with Steve Cotton. And then after the game, join us for Michelob Ultra College Basketball Wrap-Up. Until then, enjoy the game, everyone. This has been Huntington Federal Savings Bank College Basketball Today. Join us after the game for Michelob Ultra College Basketball Wrap-Up. As we break down today's games with stats, interviews from the locker room, your phone calls, and more. Marshall Basketball is next on WDGG FM, Ashland, Huntington, USA. 93.7 The Dog. And WRVC AM. And W231BS, Huntington. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.